Welcome to Lakeside Church's message podcast. Our prayer is that you fall in love with Jesus, find a church family, live in freedom, and be active in your purpose. Let's join the message already in progress. All right, praise the Lord, church. I think we got enough baloney around here. What do you think? Amen? Amen. I want to share some of my testimony, what God has done, what's God still doing. God is still working right now. And I want to thank my tech support, my beautiful wife, Sally, and uh, yes, yeah, yeah, give it up. And Jessie's up there with the kids. I want to thank her. So they helped put the stuff out on the web and the cloud and those good places out there. Amen. So in 1987, I was, uh, I was in a church. I was in a congregation. I wanted more of God. I know this is a lot of our our witness, our testimony. I was at a Navigators conference in Oklahoma City, and Navigators, if you're not familiar with them, they are like a parachurch organization. They focus on scripture memory, sharing Jesus with others, being a godly husband, being a godly father, raising your children in a godly way. And at one of the seminars in Oklahoma City, one of the speakers joked about one of our state football teams and um, how they were known for their guns and uh, I didn't think it was very funny and there was a couple other guys on the side of me and they didn't think it was very funny either and I said you know I think the Lord's trying to tell me something about these two two men over here and later I got to talking to them after the seminar was over and both of the guys both of the guys were from a county jail a judge had brought them to the seminar, which was kind of unusual. You know, they were low-level county, county guys. So they came out. Fast forward to 1996, Sally, Sarah, Seth, and I had relocated to Iowa, which is not heaven, but it's close, from Oklahoma. And we were in our last year of seminary, and one of the professors invited about eight of us to go to a state prison in Iowa. And it looked kind of like, anybody seen the movie Shawshank? It looked kind of like that. And we did the little tour, and we were at the end of the tour, and we were sitting in somebody's office, and I just, I just felt the Holy Spirit all over me. I just felt Holy Spirit all over me. I said, Lord, I think you're still drawing me to this. I think this is what I'm supposed to do. I don't know when. Because God sometimes calls you to do something and you go, well, I want to do that right now. Well, sometimes you have to wait. You know, Sarah was talking about not feeling that she was qualified, but God, he qualifies the call. If you're called to do something, he'll make a way for you. He might not do it always when you think he's going to do it or the way you think he's doing it, but his ways are higher than our ways. Amen. So at the end of the tour, like I said, I was just feeling Holy Spirit's presence. Well, in 97, 1997, we graduated seminary. I say we because I had a lot of help. And we moved to South Carolina from Iowa. There was uh, a thing that if you want to be a chaplain with a lot of the states and in the, in the federal system, you have to go through a thing called clinical pastoral education. So the only place in the United States that you could do a year of clinical pastoral education in the prison setting was right here in Columbia, South Carolina. We're known for our nuclear plants and our prisons and our beaches. Amen? 
We had fun at the beach, right? And after three years of seminary, which I won't say cemetery, I already did. Sometimes it's more like that. There are some good seminaries out there. But I was dried. I was thirsty. I was tired. I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. And you know, sometimes we have to get down to the bottom before we can look up. Sometimes we have to be in a place like the prodigal son where we say, I'm sick of this. I don't need any more of this. So I got angry. I got angry with the Lord. And I got on my face. And I said, Lord, I'm sick of our relationship. And it's like, I thought, I thought I was waiting on him. But he was waiting on me. He's waiting on us. He's waiting on us. He wants to have a relationship with us. And I experienced for the next 40 days some intimacy, some fire, the fire way down in my soul. For 40 days, I couldn't wait to get up in the morning every day. I said, I can't wait. i got to go to bed so I can get up. Because I was opening my Bible. I'd ask the Lord a question, and there was the answer on the page. I was getting a lot of things from the minor prophets. I didn't write all, everything down. But that intimacy, once you have tasted and seen how good the Lord is, not that we can taste and see everything that God is now, but once we've tasted and seen how good the Lord is, that's all we want. You know, I thought I wanted to minister I said, Lord, I don't really care about ministry, you know. I, I just want you. I just want you, Lord. I didn't waste my time for three years. If I had to, through seminary, if I had to go through whatever I had to go through to get to that place, it was all worth it. So whatever you're going through right now, whatever you're going through right now, it's all worth it. Don't give up. Don't give up. Amen? So my scripture today is from Ephesians 5. That's the second page. Let me get the first page at the first here. Flip it over, David. Thank you. Thank you, Sally. Philippians 3, 1 through 10. Do you know him? Do you know him today? Some of you may not know him, but most of us, and I would say this for me, I still don't know him as well as I want to. To follow Jesus, to follow Jesus, to be a disciple of Jesus is a very humbling thing. You have to be wanting, desiring to continue to receive because sometimes we run out. Sometimes we get tired, right? Amen? Anybody know? Anybody receive that? Okay. He'll give you rest too. Verse 8, Yea, doubtless, and I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them but dung. Everybody know what dung is? That I may win Christ. And that's really the best word for the Greek, the way I was taught, was dung. That's what it is. Everything compared to knowing Jesus is worthless. It's meaningless. Because Jesus is eternal. Colossians 3.1, that's another verse you might want to look up. And a verse a lot of us memorize is verse 10, that I may know Him and the power of His resurrection and the fellowship of His sufferings being made conformable unto His death, that we might know Him. 
That's my goal every day. I want to do something for your kingdom today, Lord. I want to know you better. I want to know you better than I did yesterday. You know, and there was like a year, there's a, a year about four, it's been about five years ago. I just, I just felt myself that I was continuing. Lord, Lord, help me to hear you better. Help me to know you better. And I, and I had taken my son out to the correctional institution that I serve. And I wanted a spirit-led, spirit-filled inmate to pray over my son. Because this guy was full of the power. And so I took my son out there, and so prayed over my son. He said, uh, Seth, you have an unusual uh, understanding. You have an unusual wisdom. And I'm thinking, well, I wonder where he got that from. Did he get that from his mom or his dad? Or, but, but, but my son is very unusual, like his father. And uh, so my son, began to, he began to pray in tongues. And I thought, wow, this is cool. This is a cool thing. It's not the best thing, you know, Scripture says. It's not for everybody. Everybody doesn't have that gift. And that's when I received that. That's when I received the gift, too, that same day or shortly after that. Sometimes you just need to get in the atmosphere. Sometimes you need to just get in the atmosphere where God is working, where you feel God is moving, so you can go out and do and be about His business. My next Scripture is from... Uh, Jeremiah 9, 23, 24. Uh, this verse is also quoted in a couple of places in 1 Corinthians. Verse 24 says, But the one, let the one who boasts, boast about this, that they have understanding to know me, that I am the Lord who exercises kindness, justice, and righteousness on the earth, for in these I, I delight, excuse me, that I delight declares the Lord. The only thing that we can boast about, according to Scripture, is that we know God. We can't boast about our denomination. We can't boast about the Vineyard Fellowship. We can't boast about our wonderful Pastor Chris. Or I can't boast, well, I can boast about my wife, but I mean, you know, we all have great, most of us have great husbands, wives, right? Amen. But, uh, Really, the only thing that's eternal is our God. Amen? The only thing that we can really boast about, because because I've heard, I heard somebody say, well, I go to so-and-so's church, and I go, so? Well, I'm so-and-so denomination, and we don't believe blah, blah, blah. So? Is it in the Bible? Yeah. I said, well, why don't you believe it? I don't know. I don't know. Nobody told me I could believe it. It's all in there, right? God has so much. I think the, the big challenge for the, the Christian life is to be able to receive everything that God has for you. Because, you know, one of the songs goes, he, he never runs out, he never runs dry, he never gets tired. He just keeps on filling. And that's, that's kind of my third point. So I, I jumped a little bit there, but let me jump back. I've got five points in there. Are these on the uh, app? Are they in the handout? Okay. Getting, the, getting to know the Lord requires trust. And I was listening to Graham Cook talk about, well, do we trust the Lord with everything? Do we really, oh, we sort of like trust the Lord. But I think the challenge as we grow in our faith and our knowledge and our love of Jesus is, is to trust the Lord in everything. Amen? It's hard, isn't it, sometimes to trust, to give it all to Him, isn't it? It is. Yeah, I'm still working on that.
I'm still in process. Getting to know the Lord requires time. About a month ago, I was going to my prayer closet, which is kind of, we're trying to clean the junk out there. Eventually, we're going to get the junk, and it's not going to be the, we're speaking into the prayer closet. So, uh, I was on my way. I was about two feet from the door. I just felt like the Holy Spirit said, I, I really want to have a relationship with you. I'm thinking, all right, okay, it's time to bump it up. It's time to bump it up a notch. So Chris has been talking about spending 15 minutes. Well, I've been trying to spend an hour. I don't make it an hour every, every day, but I need an hour because where I go, I tell people, I said, I don't know about you, but I need all, all the Holy Spirit I can get. Because, you know, I, I, you know, I got a kiosk message. You know, that's one of those messages over the computers. The inmate said, would you come over and cast a demon out of me? Okay, yeah, I'll be over. Getting to know the Lord requires time. It takes commitment. It takes focus. I'm, I, you know, I have trouble with getting distracted sometimes. Anybody else have that issue? Get distracted? Got 19 things going on. Oh, I got to do this. Oh, where's my list? I can't find my list. Oh, where's my cell phone? I don't know. Do you have my cell phone, honey? Oh, okay. Focus, focus, focus. We had to say that to our son back in the day, and I think the Lord was saying that to us too, amen. Getting to know the Lord requires patience. You know, the Lord's very patient. Have you experienced that? I'm thinking, you know, would I be patient with myself as the Lord is? You know, the Lord was patient with the people in Israel, right? Once he wanted to slam them all out. He wanted to knock them all out, didn't he? At least once. I'm sure there was other times that are not recorded. Getting to know the Lord requires perseverance. We have to press on. We have to move on. We have to go forward. We have to move ahead. I'm not going to do the Devo song for you, okay? Whip it, okay. Whip it into shape. Go forward, move ahead. Second question is, are you filled with the Spirit? Are you filled with the Spirit? And verse 18 says, don't get drunk with wine. I heard this from Danny Scott. He was our pastor at the vineyard back in the, back in the day, I'll just say 15 years ago or more. And he said this verse, and it just really spoke to my heart, and it still, it, still, it still comes up in my spirit. Don't get drunk with wine, but because you may lose control. Instead, keep on being filled with the Spirit. The, the idea is that we've got to keep on being filled with the Spirit. You don't just get filled with the Spirit, and then you're good to go. You've got to have some more. You've got to have some more. I've got to have some more. I need some more, Lord. I need some more. I had to cast the demon out of that guy that day. You know, I'm a little tired, Lord. I had to go over to the psych ward today, Lord. I had my group over there. I'm a little tired, Lord. I needed more of the Spirit. Lord, I got to go up to headquarters and deal with some people up there Monday and Tuesday. So I'm going to make sure I have some prayer time. And I'm probably going to be praying around the place because that's what I need to do. We're supposed to pray all the time, right? Keep praying. Keep praying. Keep on being filled. Keep on being filled. And not all the versions, not all the Bible versions that you read Say, keep on being filled. So remember that. Say, when you wake up in the morning, say, Lord, I, I, gotta, I need to get filled again, filled, filled again. And so I asked the Lord, I said, well, how do I, how do I keep on being filled? How do I do that? And he said, uh, 
read the next verse. I said, ah, that's good. Read the next verse. 19, sing songs, hymns, and spiritual songs to each other. Sing to the Lord and make music in your heart to him. Verse 20, always give thanks. Always give thanks. Always. When are you supposed to give thanks? Always. Not just on Tuesday or Sunday. Not when you're doing well, everything's going well, but you're supposed to give thanks always. Not always easy, but if you're filled with the Spirit, you can give thanks always. If you're not filled with the Spirit, you know what it's like to be filled with the Spirit, so you're going to get filled with the Spirit as you give praise and thanks to God. Amen? Does that make sense? You were born to praise Him. You were born to give Him thanks. You were born to lift up His name. You were born to exalt His name, the King of glory. And we have one, I, I, we have one guy at Kirkland It's very challenging. And he'll get everybody, every pastor that comes off the street to pray for him. And he's depressed. And finally, I had to tell him, I said, you know, you're going to stay depressed until you learn to praise the Lord. Until you learn to thank the Lord. Until you, need to, until you are able to bless yourself. You're, not, you're going to stay depressed. I'm sorry. And we know people like that. Some people, I think, like to be depressed, right? You know anybody like that? Okay. Don't point them out. Don't, you know, don't give me their names or anything. But we'll have prayer later, okay? I promise. We'll have prayer later. So until you learn to praise Him, until you learn to thank Him, until you fall in love with Him. You know, that's one of our words here that Rhonda says to us, and it's printed on there. You know, and I, I want to fall in love with Jesus every day. I want to get filled. I want more. I want more because, because we leak. Leaks out us. We're in warfare, right? You know, Ephesians 6, 10 through 20 talks about being in warfare. We're in a war. We have victory, but we're still doing the battle. The battle's still going on. Are you serving him today? Now, this is the last point, but it's, it's not the most important. But it is important, right? Faith without works is dead. So are we serving him today? Sometimes we get the things out of order. We go, oh, I want to go and do this. I want to go and do that. But I think that's a problem with a lot of the church is that you have a lot of people, you have pastors, professionals out there that have never been filled with the Spirit. Uh, Brandy posted something about pastors, half of the pastors get divorced. Uh, big. What was the percent on how many don't finish up as pastors? Only 10% retire, I think. So for pastors, for pastors, they got to get filled with the Spirit. If you want to do ministry and you're not filled with the Spirit, then you need to get filled with the Spirit. Amen? Get filled, get filled, get filled up. Jesus sat down and called the 12 apostles. This is Mark 9, 35. Jesus sat down and called the 12 apostles to him. He said, if anyone wants to be the most important, then he must be last of all and servant of all. 
Matthew 25, 40 says, The king will say to them, Yes, I tell you that whenever you do these things, for one of the least important of these brothers of mine, you did them for me. That's a, that's a verse that, Matthew 25, 40, that's a verse I hear in my work sometimes. You know, I'm at my desk and I'm tired, and they said, well, can you see so-and-so? He had his uncle die, or, you know, he's suffering from an ingrown toenail, or he's just real needy, and he needs to talk to a chaplain, and wah, wah, wah. And that, and that verse will come to me, and I'll say, okay, to the least of these, Lord. Okay, I hear you. I hear you, Holy Spirit. To the least of these. Okay, okay. All right. I'll see him. But not very long because I'm tired. I got to go home, right? My wife, you know, she needs me to come home and cook dinner for her, right? <laughs> her job is actually harder than mine, so I, you know. She deals with some of my uh, clientele's family, kids. Are you serving him today? Are you filled with the Spirit? Do you want to get filled again? Let's pray. Thank you, Lord, for today. Thank you, Lord, that this is the day that you've made, and we rejoice in the day because you made it, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for all that you provide for us, that you meet all of our needs according to your glorious riches in Christ Jesus. In Christ Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, that you fill us up, that you, sent, that you sent Holy Spirit to fill us up. Thank you that you sent Holy Spirit so that we wouldn't be orphans. And that your word says that we can do greater things with your spirit. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for your kind affection. Thank you, Lord, for filling us up today, Lord. Keep on filling us, because without you, Father, without you, Holy Spirit, we could do no good thing. We love you, Jesus. Have your way in us, Lord. Continue to fill us as we go out, as we come in. Lord, we give you thanks. Lord, I thank you for each, each, each of my family here, each member of my family, Lord. I think you called us, that you called all of your church to be unified, to be one body. Lord, we need your help, Lord, especially in this country, Lord. Draw us together. Lord, I pray against the things that separate us from each other and from you. Lord, and I thank you for our guests today. Lord, I know we have some guests here. Lord, I pray that they, they feel your love today. We want to be, Lord, a church, a congregation that loves you. That people say, those folks really love each other. We want to be that. We want to be that, Lord. We love you, Lord. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. And the church said, amen, amen. Well, that was my last, my, that was my last little word at the end was, faith is spelled R-I-S-K, John Wimber. So you already said that. So that was for somebody today. And I had a professor said, there's enough ministry for everybody. So if you want to do something, get out there and do it. If you want to make bologna sandwiches, give it a shot. If it doesn't work, so what? You know, try something else. 
So we're going to close today. We're going to uh, we're going to respond to God to His good grace, and I pray that we all stand and stand as you're able and uh, just receive what God call on to Him, and then I'm going to speak a blessing after after we respond to God through music, and then the prayer. If you need extra prayer after that, then come on down. Hey guys, I'm Bob. <laughs> <laughs>